funky beat the funky intro and you know what it is if you hear this funky intro you know it's match fit yeah match fit it's no it's not dead the podcast still alive yeah match fit the only podcast that gives you unscripted unfiltered unapologetic no wait sometimes if i say stupid things i will apologize so but yeah on on anything on anything views about everything and nothing yeah we back we back we back and you know every time i do a podcast uh, episode, uh, episode i always start with what made me you know make the podcast come back from the dead and this time it's none other than the best football player in the world inspired me you know I, i said you know i got so much so much thoughts about this the best football player in the world cristiano ronaldo coming back to my my lovely team the best football club in the world manchester united after 12 years of being away Man that guy is you know he's so like he's so adored in Manchester United that people were waiting for him like every every transfer window like when he, uh, this may be the year he comes back this may be the year it's like you know it's it was coming to the stage where other fans were making fun of us telling us he doesn't care about your club he just used you as a stepping stone to get to where he wanted which was Real Madrid. Yeah, we all know what happened there. He was he's a legend there too. Man, this guy everywhere he goes, he's a legend cuz he's the best ever. Unlike <laughs> I like a certain short dude. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god. A lot of things, a lot of things happened this transfer window. It was like the craziest transfer window ever. I got to tell you. But <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and break it down. The craziest transfer window ever. First of all, Messi kicks it off with the announcement. First he thought He was coming back to Barcelona to sign a new contract with the club because his contract ran ran out in June and the La Liga was like hold your horses you know the club is in debt like 2 billions or something in debt the president the the former president the former board ran the club to its knees deep shit in debt and uh, unfortunately the league was like yo y'all can't register this guy you you can't afford it you know your wage 
your wage cap is too high. So you got to reduce that shit. And this the shorty was like, all right, all right, I'm going to take a pay cut, 50%. Come to find out, this nigga was earning like more than a million euros a, a week. Even 50% was like, still was the most paid footballer in the world. So, long story short, they couldn't register him. They had no choice. He was out of contract. So, you know who knocks on the door? On Messi's father, knock knock. Who is it? Is the Qatar regime. The migrant workers killing. World Cup 2022 stealing. M. No, they're not Emiratis. Arabs. Yeah, the Arabs, probably. Yeah. Qatar knocks on the door. Be like, yo, we got everything you want. Are you. You are you tired of the a club president doing shitty business, fucking up the club finances? Then come to Paris. Come play with your homeboy Neymar. Get all the money in the world. And in one of the best cities in the world, Paris. And Messi was like, hmm. I then let me fucking. Break the internet. Let me break everything and announce this shit. Oh shit, Messi's going to Paris. Oh shit, breaking all kinds of social media records. Oh shit. And my God, I gotta admit though, this is where I found out Cristiano Ronaldo is a cloud chaser, bruh. For better or worse, my guy, you're a cloud chaser, even though you're my favorite player of all time. <laughs> this dude saw Messi getting all the headlines, Messi breaking records for the most shirt sales in Paris history. You know, everybody and their mama and their grandma looking at their calendars like, yo, we gotta go to Paris once in a while this upcoming season to watch Messi. What? Wasn't Paris is like, they had, I think they hold the record for having most tourists in the world. And it's like, at Messi? Damn, man. That's unfair. The whole world gonna be there. So, Ronaldo and his team was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This guy took all the clout, man. God damn, he make, he may break my Instagram record. Oh, fuck it. I gotta do something. And he was like, alright then. Yo, you know what we're gonna do? Here's the plan. Yeah, let's act like we're going to Manchester City. You know, the, we, we gotta go to, you know, the end goal is to go back to Manchester United. That way it's going to be so romanticized. We're going to get all the cloud back from Messi. But Manchester United don't need a striker. Don't need a forward player, I mean. So how are we going to maneuver this shit? Oh, shit, I right, let's play on the emotions of the fans. Because you got to remember... Our fans hate the club owners. The club owners never invest money on shit. They're fucking greedy as hell. So I was like, how, how are we going to do this? How are we going to go to Manchester United when they had greedy ass owners who won't spend money on me? 
Alright then, you know what we're gonna do? Ronaldo got the best agent in the world, like one of the best agents in the world. And I was like, alright then, let's let's play on the emotions of the fans. Let's do this. Yeah, we're gonna act like we're going to Manchester City. So let's set up a meeting with Manchester City and you know leak it to the press that you're on your way to Manchester City. And that will make the United fans who have seen their team go to shit. You know, fall from grace since 2013 when Alex Ferguson stepped down. And then they will pressure the club to stop this from happening. And that way, giving us a free pass back to Manchester United. Getting all the cloud from the short dude in Paris. Damn. That shit. That, that shit was like a Hollywood Plot twist, Quentin Tarantino type shit. And, you know, this is when I found out Manchester United fans are freaking, you know, I'm, I'm one of the fans, but but majority of our fan base acts of emotions. And the agents of Ronaldo and his team knew that shit. The, the, the whole fan base is full of, like, grown babies, like... There's some, you know, the way the way I used to be when I was like 12, 13, like, oh, my club's better than yours, my club this, my club. That's how they are, like, in as grown-ups. So they were like, no way, no way, you, uh, you, like, you, Ronaldo is Judas, how can he do this, how can he, how can he betray, uh, uh. And PR, the PR shit of machine of Ronaldo's team was also kicking in. They were like, yo, 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 paying, you know, big blog, blogs, uh, social media blogs to like post picture of Ronaldo. And so Alex Ferguson like, how can he do this to him? Oh, and United fans were like calling him, oh, he's shit. Anyways, he's shit. Anyways, you know, we don't need him anyways. Um, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a, uh, what was he called? As a protective measure, you know? So... This guy was like, oh shit, the plan is working. Ooh. I'm sitting there like, what the hell is going on? This guy's talking about, oh, how can he do this? He's Judas. Uh, that was some. Why do people always like. If some, what do people call disloyal people? Like, the first thing they think of is like Judas. God damn, man, let that, let that dude rest. I almost said, like, that shit, that shit gotta be like. Played out right now. That's that's like that term got to be two thousand years old, man. They need a new term for disloyal people. So, anyways, the plan of Ronaldo and his team worked to perfection, and I'm not complaining. Fuck it. This guy is like my favorite player ever. My favorite player in Manchester United. You know, growing up watching him play for for my team, he was my hero, man, literally, and. I was I was happy that he was back, but still, I see I see through the bullshit, you know. I ain't like the twelve year old still, and and the, and the grown ass babies. The majority of fan base are like, I can see this, I can appreciate he's coming back and all the you know, rom uh, romantic side of it, and still see through the bullshit that it, this shit they did this shit for clout. Him and his team, they clout chases for real, and it worked, and I'm glad. Fuck it, <laughs> you know. Now he's he's gonna now he's gonna take all the headlines like, oh, this shit is the 
best transfer of the of the of the summer. Now he's gonna break all the records again for the shirt sales. He's gonna get the number seven back. You know, and and they got me. They got me. Uh, I I gotta be honest. The the hype got me. Um, booking a flight back to um going going back back to Old Trafford. Trafford. No, I ain't never been there. In my mind, I've been there. I used to go on <laughs> on the website <laughs> like virtual tour. I've been there on a virtual tour through the website. I used to do that shit every day. Like when I was. 10, 11, 12, literally go on the website myutd.com and tour the whole stadium virtually. But this time I'm going there. His first match, 11th of September, inshallah, I'll be there if everything goes to plan. All the COVID shit ass still up. I don't even know. You know, the UK, I heard they got like the. They got like the. The craziest COVID rules. It's like impossible to get in. But luckily, Norway are on their green list. Even though the UK are, are on our wine. Like like the the, the worst color you can be in is some, some like wine. Red wine or something. Even, they passed red. But luckily, fuck it. They're on our green list, you know. I hope everything works out. I gotta take a test before I fly, and then they they was like, when you arrive, even though if, when you arrive from a green listed country, you gotta take a test on the second day too. First, take a test before you fly there, and then take a second day test again, which you gotta pay for yourself. What the hell, man? UK, y'all gotta fix up. Damn, man, what the hell is going on here? COVID, 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 COVID. I thought they were, they had like the whole country was vaccinated. What the hell is the, their problem? Damn, man. Anyways, I'm going, going back, back to Old Trafford, Trafford, Old Trafford, Trafford. That is going to be so freaking sick, man. Can you believe that? I'll be caught side, <laughs> yeah, like a basketball match. Even though I'm gonna be close to the, I checked my tickets. They're pretty close to the grass, so I'll be smelling that old Trafford glass, grass. I mean, God, I can't wait. Twelve more days, twelve more days until I'm front row. Watching the goat, watching Pogba with them two balls, watching Bruno Fernandez screaming at referees. Ooh what more can I say? We're killing them. Oh shit, we still got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer though. This guy, man, this guy. Lord have mercy. I might have to. I might have to sneak in. Like, uh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I got too much respect for the guy. He he was actually one of my favorite players when he was playing. You know, we got the same passport, so I got a lot of respect for him for what he did for the club as a player and how he actually runs the club right now too. How uh, how he knows the club. He respects the club, but. 
to be honest, all that shit don't matter. If the tactics ain't, ain't right, if the, you know, the playing style ain't right, you tend to forget day by day. What you did as a player ain't gonna cover it. Cause I'm I'm like switching on switching on the match every weekend, like trying to be entertained, man. Come on, man. This it's not like win by all means. I need to be entertained too. That's why I'm a Manchester United fan. If I if I, if if it was all about winning, I would have been an Arsenal fan. <laughs> I'm not talking about Arsenal right now, but when I became Manchester United fan, Arsenal were on the top they didn't they, it was like they're the starter their in, invincible season they went you know my my a cousin of my older cousin of mine was like tell, telling me when i was i was like nine eight he was telling me like come on man he was arsenal fan you see they're the best you gotta support them come on you see they're the best he was trying to make groom me into being a arsenal fan you know like I was like, hell no, nah. even though Arsenal were winning, I gravitated more towards United because like had that like the feeling was there. Like, you know, even though it took a couple of years for them to really win stuff because I, I became a fan in 2003. That was so they didn't win until the first league title after 2003 was 2007. So I wasn't a fan because 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 uh, uh, they're winners you know that's they are winners or well, I was a fan because I was I, I you know I felt the connection to the team the way they were playing the way the never say die attitude never given up I don't see that sh that, that our identity under this coach you know and uh, just because it went to shit with uh, Mourinho and Mangal and Moyes doesn't mean we're gonna have to tolerate what the hell we this guy is serving up to. You gotta call a spade a spade, you know. And Solskjaer, my guy, I know we got the same passport and everything, and we speak the same language and everything. Uh, but. You are on the edge, my friend. This is your last season. <laughs> you know, football football fans and ultimatums. Like, as if I got the power to do anything. But in my mind, this is your last season for you to impress me. If at the end of the season, I don't f feel no connection to the way the team are playing. Or you don't win something noteworthy nah bruh thanks for all the work thanks for putting smiles back on people's mouths and people's faces and all that good shit but at the end of the day it's about what you do on the field that counts and uh, if you don't deliver you gotta go but on 11th September, I'll be on front row, bruh. And I need to be entertained. I need... That's good. Oh, my God. That's going to be so epic. The comeback of the GOAT. Like, I can just imagine. I can just imagine. Imagine all the people. 
I can just see it. I can just picture it. You know, that that's one thing I like to do. I always, you know, I always imagine the things that I am going to experience in the future. Like God willing, I'm alive. Like God willing, I'm alive. I always imagine and I always say this. All dreams have the potential to turn in into targets and all targets have the potential to be met all you need is a little bit of imagination imagination and a relentless belief so the imagination part is very important you gotta imagine yourself living that moment and when you imagine it, then you dream about it. No, you first dream about it, then you imagine. You imagine yourself actually living the dream. And then you make it a target. You tell yourself, I'm going to reach that dream. I'm going to make my imagination to reality. Because you don't, if you don't imagine what you, how you're gonna act, how you, how things are gonna be when you reach that target, then you, you just, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not, you know, you know, you're not gonna take advantage of advantage of, of the moment. So you have to, you, you know, you have to play it on your all. You have to set up everything in your mind. You have to imagine from A to Z what you're gonna do. When you go there, what you gonna do? Like, for for example, my this trip. Um, I'm gonna secure the tickets for the match on Wednesday. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna book the flight. Like God willing, I'm alive to do all this. This is how I. This is how my process of reaching my dreams, of of imagining them. This is how it goes. So the match is on the 11th. I'm getting the tickets on Wednesday. Then I imagine me, you know, booking the flights. I imagine me taking the COVID test. I imagine getting the positive. Then I imagine picking out the shirt, you know, the, the kit, uh, the shirt I'm going to wear, the match day shirt. Then I imagine going off the plane I imagine like reading where to get the day two COVID test. Then I imagine going to the hotel. Then I imagine sleeping. Then I imagine waking up. I imagine going to a, a restaurant, eating a breakfast or, or, or some bakery, eating breakfast. Then I imagine finding out uh, the nearest station, um, going to the station, taking a train to from London to Manchester for the match. You know, then I imagine being outside the stadium. I imagine taking taking a picture for the gram outside the stadium. You know, you gotta imagine everything, or else when you are in the moment, you know you won't you won't live it. You, you no to to phrase it right. If you don't if you don't plan it in your head, when you actually get to the moment. 
some it may escape you you know it may escape you so so or if you don't if you don't put it in your head as an imagination if you don't see it then then you you, you might be like you you might not uh, be as motivated to reach it but when you imagine it's being going so good then you you put in more work to reach that target you make it a target that that can be met you know that can be reached so that so that's that's my my process so anyways i am so looking forward to being in old trafford how many matches i've been seeing all through the years you know as as a young kid going on the website as i told you touring the stadium virtually Woo. oh my god it's going to be amazing it's going to be amazing god willing it's going to be amazing you know if everything goes through this first time then i'm sure i'll be at old trafford a lot of times this season going forward you know so anyways what else has been going on besides football these days what have what else have i been up to yeah yeah i don't know if i if i talked about it on the last episode uh, of match fit but i actually i got into crypto i want to say too many details cuz you know the tax people are here watching nah the tax people are probably listening so i can't say too much but i would encourage all of you whoever is listening to doing some research on some crypto right now i can give you my favorites my favorites right now are theta 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 t h e t a the company is called theta labs they have two tokens out right now theta and t fuel just google them do your own research but i feel like it's the one theta that's my favorite one um and t fuel is from the same company theta labs you know they solve a problem of uh video uh you know i, I don't care about the technicals do your own research do your own research this ain't a financial advice okay don't listen to me for shit when it comes to financial financial advices i'm just telling you what my favorites are what i'm feeling right now is theta i'm in it for the long term you know and uh, the tax people if you're listening i haven't made no profits so don't come running to me about nothing yet okay in the future like god willing we'll live like 2 3 4 5 years down the line then i might bring you a bag myself you know after i may i make a big bag i might hand you a little bag but right now don't ask me shit right now okay okay what else besides theta am i feeling yeah safe moon safe moon come on ah come on ah safe moon 
Do Your Own Research. SafeMoon is a new company. Uh, they started like in March this year. Just five months old, like six months old. To, uh, to, uh, in a couple of days, they will be six months old. And they already got a million followers on Twitter, like 100,000 followers on, on social media platforms. They were... They fumbled the bag though this weekend they were supposed to they were supposed to release their safe moon wallet that was gonna make it easier to buy safe moon and everything but still they deserve some criticism but the team are working well they are make the as they say it's gonna revolutionize the crypto world so do your own research on safe moon. I like that token. It's for the future. It can change your life for the better. God willing. Yeah. What else? Last night it was a boxing match. <laughs> Funny ass boxing match last night. Jake Paul. Jake Paul, man. Jake Paul. That guy. There are a lot of people waiting for that guy to get knocked out, but he seems to survive every time, and he seems to just come out as the winner. He was fighting this black dude. <laughs> I don't know why it's so important to say what race he is, but, <laughs> you know, it was a little bit white against black still, too. The, all the black people in America was one of the... Tyrone Woodley is his name. Everybody was saying, like, this guy, he's got an MMA background and all that. He actually knocked him down. Almost knocked him down. Uh, Jake Ball almost got knocked down. But he came up and he won all. He won at the end of the day. And now he's, he's trolling the whole boxing world still. You know, talking about, I want to fight Canelo, the top dog in boxing right now. So... You know, I kind of, I like people like that. People like that always prove the majority wrong, you know. And the old, like, experts, people who prove, like, Mayweather. I'm not saying, like, they're in the same, like, category when it comes to boxing or quality of boxing. But I like people who prove other people wrong, like, who always, like, go against the grain, like Mayweather. He always talks shit and he back it up. I like people who talk shit and back it up, you know. So I'm watching that space. I'll see what he does next. He may fight. He may. He, he may fight. Uh, you know, Tyson Fury, Fury's uh, little brother, the guy from Love Island, Tommy Fury, <laughs> from Love Island to the boxing ring in, against Jake Paul. He better come prepared. If he gets embarrassed. By Jake Paul, his career may end before it even starts. You know, Tom Fury, he's just starting off his career, riding his his uh, his brother's wave a little bit. But you know, everybody gotta start somewhere. Yeah, that's that's a match I would like to see though. You know, UK vs uh, USA. You know, that should be fun, for real. Yeah, that's it. I'm giving you only half an hour this time. Yeah, match fit. I'm going to have to try and do this more consistently, man. But anyways, I'll be back next Monday. I hope. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this and you think it was informative, it was, uh, you know, classy, you learned some things, it was funny, it was worth your time, then you're right. And if you listen to this and think it was a bunch of rubbish, waste of time, you want your half an hour back, you're right too. I can give you your half an hour back though. But you can listen to me again next week and get another half an hour, maybe more, wasted again. Peace to the Middle East. Although whoa whoa whoa. I didn't even talking about I didn't even talk about the Middle East. Oh, this reminds me. The United States. Man, I already did the ending intro. We're going to have to talk about that next week. Tune in to the Match Fit bi-weekly. <laughs> Maybe bi-monthly. But I'm going to have to try to do weekly though. Peace.